What is up, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Vegas Confessions Podcast. This is episode 122, and we're going to be chatting Fountain Blue opening, the Durango property, we tried some food at the places, and we how we ended up at a strip club that kind of blew our minds, would you say? It was fun. It was fun. Right now on the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Let's go. Hey there, everyone. This is Nat Bridget, and you are listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Didn't we go to my favorite dive bar before that? We went yeah. to Double Down. Double Down Saloon. Yeah, we had some ash juice. I am all about asking. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I need to go check that room. There's like a dead guy in the in the bed. And the, the lady at the counter says, well, we'll call housekeeping. Like housekeeping? Jay's never met an asshole he didn't like. <laughs> Shout out to the guy at third base at the blackjack table I was at last, who was obviously trying to keep a high-low count, but was mouthing the numbers as the cards were being turned oh, over. Be careful what you say, because we can have you whacked. Okay, I'm Nicky Furnitz, and you're listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. All right, so before we jump into anything, we're going to start with some Patreon shout-out. What are Patreon members? Patreon members are people who contribute to the podcast and the YouTube channel here and everything we do here and basically help us with broadcasting fees and help us cover all of those fees. And what we do in return is bring some extra content posts and extra topics we talk about over on the Patreon side to the table. So in that list, we start off with David S. Jana G. Scott J. Bobby G. Taylor J. Kid D. Travis A. Wayne C. Scott and Lisa. Stripwalking. Chef Timoni Pod. Don D. Neil M. And Hayden P. Renee H. We appreciate you guys. So let's jump into the first topic, which would be being invited to the Spearmint Rhino's 25th anniversary party. Now, I got to give a huge shout out to Chong, who's the manager there, and also one of their PR guys that they were working with, Dan, who invited us out to this event via email, right? So they let us know about this event going on. It was on the Wednesday that we were arriving in town, and we thought, of course we'd show up and check it out. Little did we know, we were walking into what was a whole local business networking environment night that was going on there at the club plus all the extra fun festivities right right and chong was super professional super sweet super informative gave us a a tour of the entire thirty-seven thousand foot facility which was amazing to see and get a little more detail about each of the rooms and what happens what was neat is as soon as we walked in we were getting a tour of the place and get you drinks whatever you guys want but let's go check it all out right and what did we see six different private rooms yeah and different rooms how it's set up how services are when people reserve things i mean there's a way more that goes into it than i kind of Yes. We were talking about this because we I've seen multiple places now. I've been to Centerfolds, we've been to Palomino, been a few places around town, had never been to this place. And I've heard about it and, and stories about how big it was, right? For an example, remember they were talking about F1 weekend. How many girls did they have lined up for auditions? Is, Is this right? No, lined up to work. Just to work. Okay. They, they, he explained that the, the ladies 
are actually independent contractors. Yes, and right. they do have to audition, that's but right. he said lined up to work on F1 weekend were over 400 girls, and on a normal weekend night, they'll have like maybe 200 to 300. That's right. And we asked, because we figured maybe it wouldn't be super busy just because the clientele coming in, they're maybe more whales and gambling. He said it was packed. Yeah, up to 400 ladies ready to work that night. Like, And I've heard about like other places, which is called... Sapphire. Sapphire is a huge place. They have multiple levels and it's supposed to be kind of like the place with the most ladies. But this place was amazing. Every time me and some of the friends, which we'll mention right now, who we went with, went outside to smoke, it was like a maze to get back in. Or we got lost and ended up in the parking lot a couple of times in just different places because we didn't know where we were going. This place was so big. Yes. And one thing I do have to give this place a shout out to, because I've said this about centerfolds, is you don't feel hustled in this place, right? You don't feel like every dancer's coming over to jump on your lap and start engaging and get money out of you, which I really like because we were there with some friends. Right. So leading up to this, we decided we were going to reach out to friends and let people know we were going to this, right? And this was really neat because this was the night this establishment was working with not only content creators, but here comes the big word, influencers, right? <laughs> so somehow we ended up there. <laughs> and we go to this thing, and like I said, not only were we blown away by the service, the people, our server, Brittany, remember she, she was, was very awesome. Nice. Yes. We went to this place full mindset, ready to eat. Remember, we were going to order food. We were going to see and what I didn't they had really to know. do. Like going into it, he said, you know, food and drink. I kind of thought maybe like in my mind, I was thinking like maybe just like finger foods on the table, yes. kind of, you know, buffet style. You know, like if you want something, go grab it. This was a full I mean, they had everything. They had burgers. They had wings. Wings. Pizza. Yeah. Everything. I mean, we tried so much different a club stuff. sandwich and fries somebody had. You There's know, chicken like, sandwiches. There's a little of everything they had on this menu. But what was surprising, and I do want to be upfront and honest about this, this was an come tell people about your experience, which you know we gladly do on this uh-huh. podcast. Check out the place. It was a place. free event for yes. us. It was, come, it was come a free tell event. people about your experience yeah. and let people know, which we gladly are yeah. going to do. But also... We didn't get paid open, or anything. No. He just wanted to, us to see the facility and what we thought and of it. And network with some of the businesses right. that were there. There was alcohol brand, champagne yeah. companies, all kinds of and different people. cute little swag bags they gave oh, us. yeah. We'll get to those in a second. Yeah. But I want to mention how, because I called, remember, on the way yeah. to town. We called to just to be up front. And I think we should talk about this a little bit because I called. I wanted to know more. Yeah, we wanted to check it out. Yeah, but we're also not high rulers. And he, Julian had called and left a message like, hey, can you call me back about, you know, tonight? And he told the guy, you know, like, I don't, you know, I we're down to come check out your place and see, you know, what it's all about. He goes, I don't want to be stuck with like a $2,000 bottle, yeah. you know, for a bottle and, you know, a private, you know, booth, booth and stuff and like that. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of called and I was like, hey, I just want to be up front. What are, you know, let's make sure we're hashing out requirements because we don't do these kind of things right. very often. Yeah. And being invited to something is one thing, but actually, you know, what are these people looking for in return was my question mark, right? And he was but very nice. And he like, was no, like, no, no, we don't, just want you to come see the facility tell people about yeah it. and he's like and you're not required to like but yes. if you like what you see and you you know you want to tell other people about it that would be great and long story true, we didn't even get a bottle like even no, our we're not friends really drinkers, yeah no you know. our other friends they had a table too and another influencer michelle monroe who does a youtube channel you guys should check her out because she like lives in vegas 
and does vlogs everywhere. She takes you to Target, Walmart, does everything she's doing. <laughs> she's awesome. And she was there with a couple of friends, her buddy Nick, who I've mentioned before, who works at Carbone. Uh, they were there, they were having food and stuff, and they also said the same thing, like, we're just not big drinkers, we're not ordering a bottle, right? and not because we feel compelled, we're just not drinkers, we don't right. waste it, right? Yeah. But yes, it was an open bar, open food type thing, all you wanted up until, I think it was midnight? Yeah. And we already knew we wanted to check out Fountain Blue afterwards, right? right. So that was later on to come, but we still have to cover Durango, which we went to prior. But I wanted to start off with Spearmint Rhino just because of the hospitality. Yeah. The environment, the fun, and some of the activities that happened that night. So I want to talk about the friends and then something that had happened which made me just laugh so hard because I missed it. And, well, we ended up going and we ended up reaching out to friends, like I said. And good friend of the podcast and longtime friend, Eric Rosenthal, happened to be in town. With his girlfriend, Stacy. So we started reaching out, letting them know what yeah. we had going on. And they're like, of course we'll go, right? We drove into the place together because we had met up with them at Durango. Right. As we drive in, I got a text from Scott, Vital Vegas, Scott. Hey, are you guys coming to Spearmint Rhino's <laughs> thing? Because I'm here by myself and I'm, it's awkward, right? And so <laughs> I was like, dude, we just got into the parking lot. We'll see you right now, right? So. We ran into him, ended up spending the whole night with him. Yeah, I had a great time. And what was great super time. fun, because we haven't seen him in a while, right? right? I hadn't been able to hang out with him. Yeah, he wasn't feeling so good lately, so I've been telling him, whenever you're ready to hang out, let's hang out. This dude had a blast. Yeah, we had a blast with him. And we did. Yeah. And, I mean, we went to smoke at one point, me and Eric, and what happened, Kelly? <laughs> he decided he was going to buy lap dances. <laughs> <laughs> For for us girls and himself, and and Stacy and I like went to the bathroom and come back and this girl sitting like by him, and I'm like, oh shoot, Scott doing his thing, right? You know, and then this girl like straddles me and I'm like, what the <laughs> f? You know, expected. And I'm like, thanks yeah. a lot, Scott. And I'm giving, and I'm flipping him off. Why this yeah, girl's yeah. straddling me? I'm like, Scott, really? And he's just like staring. And then luckily, she didn't spend too much time with me. She moved on <laughs> to, to, to Stacy. Yeah. yeah. And then then Scott had his spill. So and then the boys missed it all because they were out smoking. And, and I'm like, they walked back in, and I'm like, oh, you missed it. Yeah, we missed it. And it turns out the lady's name is Pepper, the dancer, right? Oh, and right. so at one point later on throughout the night, she's on stage and <laughs> she was dancing with some other guy. Remember? Oh yeah, like, and he's like Pepper, 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 she did on me. Was, it was good times, was good hilarious. fun. It was really good we fun. We had a blast. And it was really cool because he started not only tweeting about some of the things he saw there, but even in the back private rooms, we saw hookah lounges. Yeah, I mean, they, bars. mind you guys, like the, the rooms weren't taken. He was just showing all these rooms no, that are yeah. available for people to rent out. Like if they want to have like a bachelor party, he mm -hmm. said, or a corporate event where it's a guy's thing or, you know, things like that. They, they do these. Yeah these rooms for and there some of them are just kind of themed right yes, the one was a hookah theme yes. one was like a darker you know yeah it was really nice i thought it was very classy yeah you know the like you said the girls don't don't like attack you or like yeah. hey 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 they left you alone like unless you're making eye contact yeah you know which i made sure to avoid <laughs> they they were very respectful of that like they let us 
enjoy our friends, enjoy food. You know, we, we each had a we each guys. had like two drinks. Yeah, I mean, we were able to talk to the people within the business and learn more about this event and yeah. how we ended up on their list and how they found us. Which was funny. They're like, we actually watch YouTube videos and we would look at social media and we found you guys on there and invited and thought, hey, why not? Yeah, it's somewhere we wouldn't have visited on our own. So no. I mean. It's a great, it's a great marketing move for them too because we wouldn't have reached out our own. But I was very impressed. But I think with there's the some, there's something to be said too, right? Because we afterwards we're talking about it and we're curious about the pricing, remember? right? And, and we called, and remember? you called, and you're like, "Hey, I'm curious because for me, I I was totally wrong, but I knew this about other clubs, especially gentlemen's club. A lot of the time, the women get in free, and the guy is usually the guy." you know, who has to pay a cover, which is sometimes 40, 50 bucks, maybe on a huge night where super porn star models in town, it'll be like a hundred dollar cover, right? Right. And so what happened when you called? Um, I called, I said, oh, I'm coming in with a group of friends, you know, I just want to know like what pricing is for the guys. And she's, she said, she's like, it's $40 for everybody. Mm -hmm. no, ma no matter what night it's $40. And I said, okay, perfect. So that way, you know, it, what's coming expected. I'm sure maybe if you're on the strip and there are promoters down there, they might offer you it's a deal. It's going to be different. Correct. Yeah, they might offer you a deal. But if you're just going on your own, expect to pay $40 to get in the door. Yeah, no, I, I thought this place was very comfortable, very chill. The staff was super professional. The owner's name was Kevin, which I told him I'd love to sit <laughs> down with him and have him on the podcast. He was super nice. He thought it was really cool that we even showed up. Yeah. I'm like, the again, servers were great. I told him, I'm like, nobody, dude. Like, yeah. we're just here to have a good time. The server, Brittany, was awesome. I told her, too, hey, we're not very high maintenance. Right. We're not going to drink a lot. We all had sodas and stuff, yeah. right? But very, the, she was very on it. Like, as yeah. soon as she saw a drink was empty, she'd, you know, take up the empty glass, ask you if you wanted another one. She would, came and checked on us for the food, saying, you know, asked if we wanted anything else, yeah. we needed anything else. She was great, you know, and I know that's hard to do in that environment. Oh, it's that's so a hard loud. job. Yeah. yeah, and you have a whole section, right? right. Like she was moving and grooving, mm -hmm. and there was at the end we wanted to make sure we took care of her, right? Right. So, Eric was very good. Yeah, yeah Eric was the first one to like, hey, no, I want to make sure I take care of her. He pulled out a hundred dollar bill, yeah, and then we started waiting for her. So she was like on we a break, she left, right? And we thought like, she was off. Oh, maybe she left, and then she showed up, and we're like, hey, hey. This is for you, you know. And I had given her like majority of my ones throughout yeah. the night. I kept giving her ones. I'm like, you're awesome, dude. Like, thank you so much. So like, you guys are easy. Let me know if you need anything. And added to our experience. Right. And then it really did. It made the biggest difference. Like, yes, we went to have a good time, went to enjoy each other's company, talk to other people within the businesses. I did talk to a couple alcohol vendors. They had a few different uh, brands there, but it was really neat to not only network, but just to be welcomed in a different style of environment right. we're not used to. And we did. We had a good old time. But then the swag bag, swag bag came. Yeah. At the end of the night, he's like, hey, these are for you guys. It was an awesome little, you know, um, backpack. little backpack, little drawstring backpack. It had a bottle of Belvedere vodka in it. It had a T-shirt, Golden Knights T-shirt. Yes. It had a hat, a yep. Spearmint Rhino hat. 25th anniversary It had hat. a bottle opener in it. Yes, a right. bottle opener, correct. Yeah. And then there was... Oh, a, a little koozie. koozie yes, holder. that's right. The koozie. Yeah, it yeah. was... It amazing it was it was really nice touch to add on top and, they, and like i said the following day i'll check my email i already had an email from them like hey eric stacy kelly julian thank you guys for coming out and uh, bringing scott and they didn't i it yeah, was very because they didn't know who scott was at okay. first and then once they realized who scott was he's like oh he's from vegas i'm like yeah dude yeah. and they're like he, does he want to take i think he's just chilling with us yeah. i guess he's gonna hang out with us tonight and they're like oh that's great but 
it was really cool to see the people networking. Yeah. We do this all the time. Like, this yeah. is and nothing That was great of them as a business to reach out because, like I said, I, w- I would never go there on my own. But being able to see it, yeah. like, I was impressed with the, what they have to offer. It's always surprising you know? to me to see people that don't know each other that are all Vegas-based. Yeah. And for, like I said, for us here on the podcast and just YouTube and stuff, anywhere I go, I'm going to shake a person's hand. Right. And you meet a lot of different people. And to see some of these people, like, holy shit, these people showed up. Mind you, they invited 30 content creators. Right, and only, what, three, four? Three or four of us showed up, right? right? But it was a big night for Vegas. Fountain Blue right. had the yeah, opening and stuff. So there was a lot going on. But and I, I, I truly feel like if, if more creators would have went there and gave a shot, they would have the same reaction as us. Oh, 100%. The same reaction. Very 100%. positive, very impressed. And one thing we noticed is it never was dead. Oh, it never slowed down. Yeah, there were constantly people There was people in. everywhere, which was surprising because this place was so big yes. and we're only seeing a portion of it. Yeah, right? and I'm a people watcher, so, yeah. you know, like, I wasn't staring at anybody about the side eye. I'd see, like, you know, what individuals probably came in w- with some cash or that they, they know have cash because you know, certain girls kind of swarmed yeah. to the brick gentlemen, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, ah. They know who the boss yes. is, yeah. Yes. That's hilarious. But it was a great time and yes. shout out to Spirit Rhino for hosting and we were very impressed. I was very pleased with it. I thought it was a great, great place. No, seriously, I have to agree. This was a really cool experience. We look uh, forward to going to more events like this. And again, anytime we're invited to something, it's always exciting. We're in town. I'm not yeah, that's, lie. It's, it's that's, exciting. That's, yeah, we I'm nobody. Go. We just yeah. have fun doing this yeah. dumb hobby, getting together, talking about things that we liked about our recent trips. Let's rewind a little bit and let's go talk about. Durango and what we thought about Durango, right? So we went there that night for it was just a couple hours. We went straight we, in. We were on a very strict timeline. We I were. Was. This first night we were. Yeah, we have to recap that too and mention you were heading on a flight to Georgia. Right. Yeah. We 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 came into town about six. Yes. You went and put your stuff at Georgia's house, your boss. Yes. And we had your flight was we had 10 to 12 cool. hours to fit as much as to do. I had to be at the airport at 4 a.m. And I f- was flying out to Georgia because Sydney graduated from UGA. And her commencement ceremony was on Friday um, Friday morning. And so I had to fly out Thursday to get there to go be at her commencement on Friday. Yeah, and it was an so easier it was a flight, 6 flight from Vegas. So we figured, hey, let's go that weekend. Kill two birds with one stone, yeah. I'll go do work this weekend. So I ended up doing work at both Fountain Blue and Durango following up our visits. But So before we left. The first night, we actually went there to go meet Eric, Stacy, and we ran into Taylor Jew. Yes. And uh, his wife, Tara's her name as well. Yeah, Taylor... And Tara, awesome, right? And we told them too, like, "Hey, we're going to the club." Yeah. You guys, was she was like, "I'm ready." Yeah, it was funny, <laughs> but it was really nice to see them. We've actually known them for years too, and they're the ones who sent us those Georgia shirts. Yeah, a long time we ago. still have those yes, Georgia shirts. Yes. It said SEC, mm-hmm. and they're big uh, Mississippi State Bulldog fans. So yeah, that was really cool to see. All right, so let's talk about our thoughts of Durango. We were there for a limited time. What did you think of Durango before we left? We did do a lap before we headed out that night. What did you think? I, I liked Durango. Durango I did. Dope. We we are not um, bougie yeah. people, and I felt very comfortable at Durango. Yeah. I felt the layout was nice and spread out. Yeah. But my favorite part of Durango was the sports book. The sports book was dope. It was amazing to have the indoor and outdoor. I mean, I am looking forward to spending time there. I said outside of Circa Sportsbook, which I'm always impressed with, 
I liked Durango Sportsbook. So here's what's the highlight about the sportsbook. But what I thought was neat is I went back a couple of times just to take a break, right? They have this sportsbook. It's an STN sportsbook with the George, which is the restaurant. And the George and the sportsbook have both the inside and outside area. Right. So this outside area has like cornhole and all kinds of games you can play. And then there's also seating up outside in the outside area. Very fresh in this place. Yeah. Very open windows. They had cornhole games. You yeah. can relax. I mean, they had a bunch there's of just lounge chairs and things in the outside. I mean, it was a chill environment. Yes. The sports book is huge. There's a bar before you walk ton in. of TVs. Yeah. This actual sports book has this ring of tvs that yeah that was impressive oval. yeah on this oval tv screen is inside and outside tvs yeah it's dope and all the games yeah. are on plus the whole sports book area yeah right this is probably my new favorite sports yeah book. i was i was pretty impressed i thought i love circus yeah no I like this sports book a lot more Sundays. That's where I'll be yeah. because it's just chill. Yeah. It's got everything you need. It's huge. Yeah. And compared to what we talked about, we're going to talk about with Fountain Blue in a bit. Total oh, yeah. 180. Yeah. This place was awesome. Yeah. Um, we're, I'm not going to get bad about Fountain Blue. It was just totally different than what environment. It, yes. Yeah. And if you like the bougie and the higher end. You'll be very impressed with Fountain Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Durango's just more a, a relaxed, a locals casino. hundred percent. With an edge. Locals casino with an edge, I'd call it. I'll tell you what. I tried, um, they have a place there called Summer House. It's yes. a coffee shop, breakfast place area. I had seen in a couple videos, they have this horchata latte, right? <laughs> I'm an horchata fan, but hot horchata I'd never had. And I was, I like coffee, so I'm like, I'm going to yeah. try this out. Delicious. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was so good, right? And so the lady nice that was sweet, I'm sure. Yeah, the lady yeah. that was working there, she was like, "Let me know what you think," because I always try the cold version. I'm like, "Cold version? That's okay. I could understand that, like an iced coffee." No, I went with the hot, and it was delicious. As soon as I drank it, I'm yeah. like, "Dude, you got to get this." She's like, "Really?" She's like, "Yeah." She's like, I'm gonna get it after my shift tonight. You've convinced me. Mm. It was so good that. I was like, damn, I wanted to go try one and of you're their not, pastries. You're not a latte person I'm either. A you're sweet, a straight coffee yeah. with lots of cream and lots yes, of sugar. This was you know? not over the top no. sweet. It yeah. still had that coffee flavor. It was so good. Yeah, so for you to like that, it must have been and really it good. It was really cold that yeah. night. Or yeah, and it was just it was perfect. <laughs> and I also tried Prince Street Pizza at this Eat Your Heart Out food hall. What did you think I, of Prince Street Pizza? It was really good. Yeah. It was really good. What did you have? I had their spicy, which was their pepperoni. Which it had a kick to it. It wasn't too too like spicy. A de Detroit style, maybe. No, no? it was a no. regular style okay. pizza. The, the triangle, right? Nothing crazy. But I also have to say, I'm going to talk about a better pizza option in a bit uh -oh. when we get over to Fountain Blue because I tried Miami Slice. Oh, that's right. Off the chains. So, <laughs> but this Prince Street Pizza, they had a lot of different options. One thing about this place, you're going to get is you're not going to get ranch or anything on the side they don't do anything like that okay. it's straight pizza and pizza is what you're going to get at this place they do have a lot of variety there's like two shelves of just different style pizzas from detroit styles to margaritas to everything that they have to do white sauce pizzas all kinds of stuff yeah this place was pretty impressive right but the food court there at durango you have options from shang artisan noodle to the hawaiian spot to the pasta to the freaking 
oyster bar, right? Yeah. To Nielsen's, to the breakfast spot. I mean, there's so many options in that food court that it's really hard to not like some of the stuff they're doing. Can you eat your heart out? Oh my God. <laughs> the, the breakfast, the they burger right. place. The burger place? Yeah. Really, Herb's Burgers? Yeah. Like, it was funny because I've heard them say, oh, this is a California favorite. I've never heard of this place. I've never, they're from in California. LA, right? Yeah, yeah. They're an they're, LA place. They're, yeah, and there's only two. Yeah. Right? And so I'm like, okay. But when seeing people have the food, I was like, oh, this place looks pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, They have a bar there in the food hall, Drink. Very busy bar, like lots of people on the bar top. And the, the whole area, I mean, it's just nice. It's yeah. very open and very refreshing for a casino, which you don't really see. They have an area called the Bel Air Lounge, which is like their, I guess, high limit lounging area. Okay. And But it's not really a, a gaming facility area. It's just got a lot of lounging area that leads to the outside towards the pool, which they call the backyard. Yeah. This lounging area has a huge center bar, has... A big long table for gaming and stuff like that. Like it, it's really neat. It's going to be interesting to see how that transitions to outside with the bar, with the drinks, and then adding in the pool. So maybe that's more for like the guests and stuff. Oh, okay. I mean, really nice pool. I mean, yeah. so many cabanas. It's just sick. It's really sick. Like so, Red Rock. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I yeah. thought of right away. Just pristine. Yeah. Just very, very nice. Um, Durango, if you're going to visit, even if you're thinking about checking out something new, like besides the Fountain Blue, take time to go check out the Durango Casino. It's freaking impressive. Yeah. It's open. It's bright. The fact that it has windows and you yeah. can see outside is super refreshing because you don't get that very often. Cosmo has that, but not a lot of casinos do that in town. So that was a nice surprise. Yeah. So Durango, for a local's perspective, not very big. The casino floor, it's more just like a square area right. of gaming. But that's all you're going to get as some of the local places aren't very big. But yes, definitely worth visiting. Definitely worth checking out. Yep. Check it out. So now let's jump into the Fountain Blue opening. <laughs> but right before we got to Fountain Blue, you remember something happening? We're driving over to Fountain Blue. We're getting there. As soon as we're getting there, what happens? I left my phone at the strip club. Yeah. And you want to talk about your heart drive. I said, oh, shit. Because I was getting ready to get on a plane. Yes. And in my phone, it's a wallet phone. So I keep my ID and my cards. Yeah. And so. And she's not bougie, but it's in a Louis Vuitton case. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah. It's not in a real case, but you know, <laughs> it says LB on the outside. That's right. <laughs> But anyways, like we pull in and park with our friends. Our friends are with us. And I go to get out and I'm like, oh, you know, and my heart drops. I'm like, I don't have my phone. You know, because so many things can happen. And I look at Julian. I'm like, I don't have my phone. He's like, okay. So I, we were like, hey, you guys go ahead and go inside. Yeah, we drop Eric and Stacey off. He calls the, the manager guy that we had been in contact with earlier that day. Luckily, this guy answers. We think we left. I thought he thought I left it like in the booth, right? And said, hey, we're on our way back. You know, Kelly left left her phone. Okay, no problem. He calls us back halfway there yeah. and says, I can't find it. It's not in the booth. He goes, I, I'm going to have her lift the seat. So, and like right at that moment, I'm like, oh, we were waiting for the valet to bring the car. Outside, yeah. And we were at the heaters. I said, I remember setting it on the heater. Yeah. Right. And so he calls the guy back. He's like, hey, she said she left it on the heater, like right outside. He's like, okay. And luckily, 
kind people did not take it. It was Again, there. I was blessed. It says, it says yeah. a lot about the customer service, right? Yes. Chung, shout out to you again, man. Like, yeah. that was really cool. We weren't gone 10 minutes. Yeah, but, again, but blessings. Because somebody could have swiped it yeah, and just said, I'm going to yeah, you know, yeah, do whatever. 100%. Yeah. So. All, all my cards were in it. My yeah. 20 bucks in cash was in it. I mean, I yeah. was like, thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah. So we ended up, <laughs> we made our way back to Fountain Blue. We parked yes. over at the convention center. <laughs> we walk over. First thoughts on opening night of Fountain Blue. It was good. I mean, the it's a brand new facility and it's what you would expect. You know what I mean? And we had, I had dressed kind of nice because I knew it was like an opening of a casino and I had heels on and I regret every single minute of doing that. Mm -hmm. My feet still hurt two weeks Sorry. later. Yeah, but it's okay. Because I didn't feel out of place though because the same night they were doing a black tie event. There were oh, yeah. so many people there dressed like formal wear yeah. like ties tuxedos gowns there were so many people yeah. walking around like that so i i felt less out of place yeah but um the facility itself is beautiful i'll give them that it was facility is beautiful we mentioned it earlier this is gonna be one of the bougier places I it's kept, like gonna be like a win yes 100 percent. that's what i said is uh it reminds me and gives off win cosmo yes. vibes and they'll attract that clientele yes 100 yeah. percent. and being that they want to stand out being you know to the younger market i would say is they're gonna bring in different acts and at that live nightclub especially they're gonna yeah. bring they're gonna be like what is the one above uh, Cromwell? They're going to be like Dre, the Dre. Dre's, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be they. They're going to compete with them because it's the new facility and because they have the the yeah. newer club. Yes. Yeah. So and they bring in a really good DJ. They contracted. Yeah, that local guy. Yes. Yeah, I can't think of his name yeah. off the top of my head. But yeah. so they'll do well, I think. My cup of tea, maybe not. But I mean, I I I don't I don't have anything bad to say about that. I thought it was beautiful. So. Or a few things I noticed about the opening. The people walking around taking the scuffs off the floor. Oh, yes. That was one thing that was a big You posted thing. about that, right? Yeah, yeah, because it was so evident. Everywhere yes, you walked, so there was many black people. marks. Yeah, like the floors didn't get waxed. Or they didn't put a final seal or something that wasn't done. Yeah, it was interesting. That didn't wasn't planned out right. Yeah. But they had people with, with sticks and tennis balls at the end. Stick, yeah, yeah, <laughs> scrubbing the floors, getting these black stains out, which I think Scott posted something about it too. I actually shared a picture yeah. he gave it to him about one guy with the stick with the tennis ball. And, and the, the Swiffer thing. Yeah, at the same yeah. time, yeah. So that was really funny, but... The sports book I thought was surprisingly. I was not impressed with the sports thought, book, but I I don't think they're gonna. That's not gonna be their focus, and I think that's why they didn't spend a whole lot on it. Well, and I do want to say it's also got the same kind of aspect. It's with the restaurant, so it's called the tavern. The yeah. restaurant is called the tavern. Behind the tavern sits the sports book, right? And so I even asked one of the employees, "What's the sports book called?" He's like, "Oh, the sports book at the tavern." <laughs> so there's not. It's not a William Hill. It's no. not a, you know, it's its own thing right now, which is understandable, but it's not a place I think I want to hang no. out. And am I mistaken? You have to go through the restaurant to get to the sports book? Because yeah. we asked. There, there's, there's a side entrance, okay. but the majority of the people are going to go through the right. front which, entrance. Which yeah. doesn't seem like they maybe planned that out too well. It's not the best because yeah. you think when you go up there, there's a booth right. with the host. You mm -hmm. think you have to check in. Right. Right? So there was a couple That's of times. That's what we did. I was like, um, yeah. well, and then, is that how we get there? 
then the following time we walked in there and our friends were in there so yes. we went straight in and they're like oh did you need a table we're like no we're just yeah. talking to our friends and they're like oh okay but i thought it was after seeing durango yeah i was like what the hell yeah. is this yeah i would venture to guess within the next year they will reutilize that space or somehow restructure to get better access to the sports book or do something with it because yeah. they're going to realize more how inviting. they're going to, yeah, they're going to realize how confusing that is yeah. to the average customer because they're going to look at those numbers. Right. Yes. Yeah. They'll want those numbers to jump up as much as possible. And being that fountain blue is what it is. You're going to get, you're going to get quite a few big spenders there that want to spend time at the sports book. You absolutely hit that on the head. And I wanted to talk about that as well. We were walking around and opening night and we noticed a thousand dollar craps table yes, minimum so that's obvious, minimum. obviously it's reserved yes. for these people but those again, are the same people that want a sports bed the next day it was three hundred dollars yeah and during the morning it was five hundred dollars so at night it was three hundred so the limits are right. up there they they want the win clientele yes. they want that type of clientele which is understandable right. it's a nice and generally those high rollers want to also play sports bets at those nice places yes. this is a nice place a lot they don't want to have to go across the street to resorts world or wherever yeah, no. they don't want to have to do that so they're gonna have to accommodate somehow and i think they'll restructure that and this place is a lots of blue lots of gold yes. lots of bows everywhere um lots of escalators yes. lots of there's a big escalator coming in from the convention center side where you're looking at this big oh golden, it was giant yeah it was we a giant this, escalator yeah we rode this thing forever to get up yeah it was cool but the next day while roaming the property i learned that that's also an access out to the oasis pool oh okay. where i got to sneak out one night and yes. check out the pool before getting kicked out <laughs> me and like 10 other people were out there checking this place out it was so beautiful the pool out there is dope like yeah. there's three pools they're all weird shape. One's huge, and they just kind of surround the property. Bunch of trees, cabanas, way bigger than stations, yeah. obvious or uh, Durango. Sorry, it's just it's massive, which yeah. is what you would expect from a strip yes. property pool. Um, yeah, lots of bars. The bars weren't well. Complete. They know what lots they're going to focus on because they have the live day club and yes. live night club. They're gonna they're gonna really utilize that and play off it, and I think it'll do really well for them. Honestly, they'll, it'll be a space for people who want that lifestyle and to entertain themselves in that manner to go. I think it'll be one of the the better strip properties. One thing worth mentioning is I had heard from a couple locals like they had heard that there is no smoking at the property. Um, they're smoking. Yeah, I'll be the first one to tell you. Even the ashtrays are shaped like bows. So in the high <laughs> limit rooms, yeah, the high limit rooms are actually really, really nice. They're very spread out, open, lots of tables. In the high limit room itself, they have a lounge in the back. They have pastries and donuts and stuff sitting back there. So hint, hint, go get them. Also, <laughs> opening night, we saw Cher and her youngster, yes. her little cougar man that she got going on. Yeah, so we saw her opening night. Lots of people were like in awe. Maybe that wasn't a picture of me and you? No, it wasn't us. <laughs> okay, I promise. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was really cool. And like, she didn't have any bodyguards or anything really around her. They were just no, walking they around. Were just checking it out, which yeah. was nice. They were there for the opening yeah. role as well. And somebody um, on Facebook stole your picture, remember? I yeah, of course, you. I was yeah. like, hey, yeah. isn't this picture you took? <laughs> yeah. Some other fan. She was a share fan page. Share fan page. It was a share yeah. fan page. Shout out to them. So also one thing I wanted to point out about Fountain Blue is the actual music and playlist that they play throughout the casino and property. It's a lot of Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., the Rat Pack, the oldies, just 
very old school music yeah. and just it's awesome i was sitting outside smoking a couple of times like, that's cool. are you kidding me yeah. like there's all these going on i was like this is <laughs> awesome man and the more and more i was walking around the property it really started to lean on me like the different bars and stuff they got one called azul and then one called collins they're just kind of off in their own area they got a restaurant called vida that's got clocks from all different parts of the world that show any times from all over and the breakfast looks immaculate and the restaurant itself is just very open and you can see everybody walking in and out of the casino and it's just very very cool they got a little bakery and stuff that's over on the other corner fresh everything sandwiches being made pressed paninis everything like that and just so much different food options not only from the damn food court which is again i'll cover in a second but the restaurants downstairs like don's prime and Mother Wolf, it just some of these restaurants that are just beautiful. I yeah. walked into these restaurants, Poppy Steak, that's up on the second yeah. floor. I walked into this thing on opening night. They were their their opening night and just chandeliers, crystal yeah. everywhere, just light, vibrant colors, and that the place is gonna be known for the thousand dollar steak that they serve in a suitcase, yeah. right? So it's got its gimmicks to the place. Yeah. It's a very high roller type place and the food court, the food options, I mean from the bagel place to the Capone's burgers and chicken sandwiches, tenders, the taco restaurant. I mean, there's so much different options. The right. pizza place, they have a Komodo place that's doing duck and specializing in Chinese food. I mean, they have a bar Edo. Remember I yes. told you about that place? You're like the Mexican? I'm like, no, it's actually Chinese. <laughs> and they're doing like, or it's actually sushi and they're doing like hand rolls. And uh, there's a bar that's in the center. There's a little place that's called Break, which got all kinds of like, breakfast yeah. items and croissants and danish just so much food options yeah. throughout this place and stores and shopping i mean are off the chains from yeah. name brand chanel it's a huge yeah. facilities throughout the place like yeah one night while working i saw Devonte adams of the raiders right after they had that huge win over the chargers yeah they blew him out 63 something <laughs> yeah he was there enjoying himself and you know checking out the property and he was checking out all the shops and the gym and stuff so it was really cool to see some of the celebrities but everybody just excited about what's new and what's happening new right yeah. and there were a couple of stories that came up with some people being kicked off of the property which i wanted to mention because i thought this one was interesting because me and scott actually talked about this a little bit is there was a live streamer who was visiting the property and as he got in we actually watched the video today on yeah. his live stream this guy's name is bob dingo i know the guy very well him and his mom make youtube videos around town trying different places some people say his accent is totally fake and he's not from australia and all this and that but either way the guy's always been very cool and cordial with me he always sees me and says hi i actually saw him the night before uh well why actually i saw him f1 weekend they had just gotten into town and he was live streaming. I was live streaming on TikTok and I had seen them. But I see them all the time. Very nice, like I said. But he actually put out some videos before the Fountain Blue opened of the different rooms and suites and stuff that they are going to be having. And yeah. He was the first one to leak these videos. Rather, he recorded them himself or rather somebody else recorded them and sent it to him or two different story or, you know, maybe the big question, I should right. say. And... While he went to go visit the property on opening night, following his videos releasing, I think it was a video a day leading up to the opening, right, which got a lot of views and got the word going about the property and hype 
going and keeping it real, right? Yeah. Which is kind of what you want in I was a way. Say, it's okay, free PR. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, they yeah. should have been appreciative towards okay. him. So he goes up and he's on live stream for the opening to Fountain Blue. Right. And once he starts walking into the property, which he's already lost, he doesn't know how to get in. He goes in through one of these like backdoor areas that looks like where the employees or the VIP people were at. And he said he was invited to the party, the VIP party, right? So he was dressed up, nice suit and everything, actually dressed up like yeah. a capo, uh, you know, a crime boss, right? And so he goes in and the security walks up right behind him and they're like, hey, Mr. Dingo, how you doing? I've been waiting to meet you. And he's like, I just want to let you know. He asks if he had ID. Yes. And then he says... Oh, no, well, I just want to let you know I'm trespassing you off the property forever. It's a permanent lifetime ban. And he just was leaving, like, in distraught, like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I'm being kicked out for what? And I think he knew for what, obviously, because his But videos, the guy wouldn't mention it. He wouldn't say. He wouldn't say. But he obviously, Bob Dingo said, they had to have been watching his live stream, knowing he was coming in, right? But let's talk about this a little bit. So he gives them PR to help get the hype up. He wants to be the first creator to get the stuff out there so he has his edge and gets right. the views, right? As a creator, you're like, hell yeah, however you get the content. Right. The property doesn't like it, so 86 you permanently because you, you promoted the videos Because out. you promoted them. <laughs> but they've also... You got them attention. They've also really done no hyping of their own property. Right. Right. So, and this is one thing Scott's pointed out, but I've talked about with multiple friends. And in scrolling like Facebook, I was very unimpressed with what they put out as advertising. Yeah, it was. Some of it of, didn't even make sense. Yeah, a lot of it was, you know, clips of Miami property, yes. which made no sense to Vegas, yeah. include more Vegas or just weird, shots. weird pictures that didn't didn't really coincide yes. with. Hey, this is what we have to offer. I mean, there should have been clips of the the new restaurants, clips yes. of things they're gonna have to offer, Show clips me of pictures. the pool, Show me. clips of the pool, yes. clips of the nightclub. Yes, things to entice you to want to be like, even, hey, I want to see that property. Even if it's not ready, show me some of the stuff that's being. So they have this washed potato restaurant or right. washing potato, something like this. It's not fully ready. There's a China club that's going on that's right in the entrance to the high limit room. None of this stuff is ready. But hype it up. Show right. the progress of it opening up. Right. Give them pictures of insights of unique things throughout your property. Right. Leaning up to that opening. Right. right? Do unique things that make your property stand they, out. They could have definitely done and, better promoting oh, themselves. And I plan. Uh, and I what I what I feel like happened outside looking in. I don't know. You know the inside marketing scheme. I feel like they they put so much emphasis on getting the VIPs and celebrities there to hype the opening, they didn't worry about the average person of promoting and getting them there. Yeah, I think they you know what I mean? figured everything would follow. Yes. And what right now especially is being crucial. This is the slowest time I of was the just going to say, December is our slowest month. So slowest if you can appeal to the average consumer, you can fill those rooms and start getting word of mouth PR yeah. instead of you know giving celebrities who already have millions of dollars more, mil more thousands or hundreds of thousands to come what walk around for a yeah, few minutes to show up yeah so i don't know it, it, it's it's all about how you look at it and they were again they did a vip party so the average customer they didn't get to see that those celebrities they didn't get to see you know the people that they paid and at the end of the day the average customer is not going for them no the average customer is going for the casino so yes. that's one thing that's totally different that we can't compare that to yes. but at the end of the day 
I think they could have hyped it up more. Yes. Show me more reasons right. of why I want to go. Give me more videos of your food. So what did right. I do when I got home? I started sharing yes. property, things going on throughout the property and daily. You know, I stopped because I've been working, but I'm going to do a little more. Because I have pictures of the gym, the spa. Yeah. Every, pro every business in the property I have pictures of. So anything you want to see, yeah. I can show you because nobody's doing it. Not yet. Yeah. I yeah. haven't seen anything so, except what you posted about like Miami Slice and stuff. Yeah. So Miami Slice, which I want to get to. This place is in the food hall up. It's yes. called the Promenade. Yeah. Second floor, third floor, remember? I was walking around during their lunch rush, checking out just some of the options, putting these businesses in, right? Getting the pictures and stuff. So I'm looking around and I'm like, oh my God, these pizzas look delicious. Yeah. Right? And I'm seeing like the chef is there. They've got a bunch of pizzas going in, bringing them out. They're slicing them up. Lines down the freaking promenade, right? And I'm like, this is, this looks good. I'm going to come back later. Sure enough, I went back, babe. I tried their pepperoni slice, right? I want to see, I want to try the yes. basic. Don't give me your best. I want to try what you roll right. as your basic. That's how I'm going to judge you. Oh my God. I get this slice of pepperoni, okay? The pepperoni is spicy just like the other place yeah. Prince Street okay but then it gets even better because they use fresh shaved parmesan on top so then that brings in the salty but the sweetness from the marinara comes in from the tomatoes and just kind of kills that out a little bit but then there's also honey on top oh, of this thing okay. which I didn't see that happening so it brings even more sweet to life. Your mouth is yeah. getting all kinds of different <laughs> flavors going on. This pizza's got a nice bottom and it's crispy. Everything's, there's like the pepperoni. That's one thing I have to mention. There is not an inch of cheese showing on this pizza. There's pepperoni, pepperoni everywhere. Wow. Everywhere. Yeah, that doesn't happen very like, it, was free, it was freaking impressive. The pizza looked immaculate and it was just as good as it looked. Yeah. It was so delicious. So... Eight bucks a slice was their pepperoni. They had some cheese for like, I think it was six. But if you're at Fountain Blue, go upstairs. Check this place yeah. out. Delicious pizza. Um, I also tried a Capone's Burgers. They had a burger for like 10 bucks. I didn't go with the burger. I went with the chicken sandwich. I wanted to try something spicy. They had a buffalo sandwich that had blue cheese. I'm not oh, okay. a blue cheese fan. Yeah. So I went with another one, which is like their hot honey. It's a chicken breast coated in their hot honey, and it comes with, like, pickles and stuff. So kind of like the Popeye yep. sandwich. This thing was damn good, right? <laughs> Spicy. I was taking some videos and stuff, and these people behind me were like, hey, what'd you get? And I told them what I got. <laughs> they had burgers, two different versions of the burgers. They loved everything they had. I was like, dude, mine's fucking delicious. It's, like, hot. It's sweet. It's got the... Uh, it's got the zestiness from the pickle. Like, everything just come in full circle. The bread is like the uh, Hawaiian bread. Like, it was delicious, right? Uh, onion rings, massive amount of onion rings. Like, enough for three people. Like, it oh, was wow. a shitload of food. And watching them assemble their sandwiches, I got a video coming out for them, too. But everything is just detail. Fresh lettuce, beautiful sliced tomatoes. Everything is just presentable, fresh. And everything they serve is just... Yeah. Delicious. I was like, oh my God. What was they, your price point on that? Uh, the sandwich I got, the chicken sandwich was I think, 12 bucks. The onion ring was five and the drink was six or okay. something like that. But you know, for the strip pricing, that's about. Well, and if you go to say, is it Wendy's we like to go to? If you get their double bacon cheeseburger meal, it's like 15 bucks yeah, now. No, so 100%. I mean, it, it's comparable. What I was going to say is I can appreciate these new casinos spending time on their restaurants for 
every price point consumer. Yes. From the high the high end steaks for the people yes. who enjoy that to the average person yes. who just wants a bite to eat normal food. You know, you that's know? that's I can appreciate I, that. That's what that's a really great point because I saw a lot of that at Durango as well with you know, three dollar ice cream at Nielsen's right. all the way up to hundred and fifty dollar steak plates right. at, you know, at Miho. So right. the same thing at Fountain Blue. You had yeah. the cheap options, you had the bagel place breakfast yeah. break, there was like four dollar sandwiches all the way up to $1,000 steak. Yes. Yeah, right. So, so I can appreciate that, yeah. that That's a good point. the restaurants are including all spectrums of their customer base to stay at the property and enjoy every facet of it. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. So here's another thing I thought was pretty cool. This is the first time I've ever actually been in town that I can recall for NFR, right? Yes. So I think I've been in <laughs> December just after it and missed it. This was actually really cool to see because one night I went over to South Point. And you weren't really planning on it, but no. our friends Joey and Norma yeah, our were friends, in town. Yes. And so I want to give you guys a little background on our friend Joey Gibson, right? So Joey from Texas, 100% cowboy. Dresses cowboy all the time, year round, right? This is the way he gets down, right? So anytime he's in Vegas and we're looking for him, he's the <laughs> easiest one to find. Well, he has a hat on. He has his hat. He has a cowboy. He has his vest, right? He, all the time. <laughs> this is where this whole situation took a turn. <laughs> I get to South Point, and South Point has the most business that I've ever seen ever in my time of going to South Point. There were so many people that every position on the table games was full. When I drove into the parking lot, you knew it was NFR time because there was Dodges, there was Fords, there was every pickup you could think of was in this freaking parking lot. American made. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and so I get into the casino and I'm like, holy shit. What Everybody's got into? cowboy hats. Everybody's got vests, flannels, cowboy pants, boots, right? I'm like, everybody looks the same. I spent a half hour looking for Joey, right? And Joey, I had passed by twice. Oh, here. So I find him and it was so funny because... While talking to Joey, we had started meet, mingling with one of these locals. Her name was Rose. Super cool. We started talking about different restaurants she likes and stuff. And she's like, you know your shit, right? And so as we're talking, a couple cowboys come up. Hey, isn't you that guy that does them YouTube videos? I'm like, yeah, I do. And they're like, we watch your stuff all the I mean, just the nicest people yes. from every walk of life and just... Super down to earth. Yes. One lady was like, hey, we've watched you try restaurants that we didn't think we'd go to. And we went to it. I'm like, yeah. that's what makes it for me. I don't give a shit what you guys do. But if you take something out of your trip that I said to do and you do it. And you enjoy it even better. That means the most. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't make money off YouTube. Right. YouTube's for fun, right? And so they're just uh, the most appreciative people. The cowboys are the fucking nicest people you'll yeah. ever meet. The most fun time. And you had a good time. Oh, yeah. Afterwards, we went and had tacos, I think, at midnight at <laughs> Casa Sabor, which is, you know, a little taco shop on the street. But, yeah, just the best time. So NFR is the time to go check out South Point because you will see thousands of cowboys and cowgirls just everywhere and i posted a video about it on social media and i was like the cowboys and cowgirls have taken over vegas right and one lady posted she was like Looking man for my next husband i should have went there and <laughs> met my next heartbreak yeah i was dying like there's so much of that which i thought was great but yeah just a really cool scene to see 
I've never seen it so busy. So you definitely want to go for that next year. Yeah, right? you, you definitely want to yeah. check that out. South Point during NFR week was really cool. Neither one of us have cowboy hats, but that's that'll be on our list next. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I want to I want to fit in. You want to talk about a place where I didn't fit in? But I'll tell you what, these are the most welcoming people you yes. will ever meet. It was really it was cool. a good time. You said so again that at. Fountain Blue as well. Same thing while working. A lot of people were, you know, walking by saying hi. I'd be looking at my phone. Hey, guy, I listened to your podcast. You and your wife are awesome. Like, I appreciate you guys. One guy, I was outside smoking and he was walking up the stairs and he like looked at me half fast and then gave me a look again. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. He's like, hey, bro, how you doing? I see your stuff on Twitter all the time. I'm like, oh, OK. And then I put my guard down. Right. I was like, oh, shit. I thought he was just giving me an ugly look or something. But so many people were like, dude. You guys, you guys are very, very helpful with a lot of the different stuff you're posting. We appreciate the post. Like, dude, we do it for fun. You well, know? you just, you know your shit and you remember everything. So that's awesome. I love it. I and do it either way. I consider us just the normal average person. Really, yeah. like we're norma- normal and average people. So we're just relaying what works best for us and in our minds, what we like as just the average Joe. Yeah. No, right. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Let's talk about this one, which I found really cool, is going back to a YouTuber topic. YouTuber wins a million dollars playing slots in the high limit. Go Raja. Isn't that see, cool? I, I saw it posted on Facebook and it said he hit it like December 17th. I'm like, good for that guy. I mean, because the amount of money that they play, like he plays big money. Yeah. Um, they, so, as Matt plays big money, but... So if you don't know who Raja is, Raja is the big jackpot slot channel on YouTube. Now this guy, he's got... I think the biggest slot channel when it comes to casino gaming and slot videos, this Raja might have the biggest slot channel or pretty much one of the biggest besides Brian, right? He's I up there. I don't know. Maybe so, the G slot. Yeah, they're, all, yeah, up they're, they're all up there. Yeah, they're all big. These are some of the biggest ones. And like you said, the amount of money he's played over they the years. They play big money. They play big, big, big dollar he's amounts. He's well over that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so to have that win and experience. Yeah. But I'm a, sure a win in that amount doesn't happen yeah. too often, yeah. especially like. It was on the dragon one where you have to get all the balls, all yeah. 15 balls. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to him. I think he said he, it said he hit it at the Venetian. At the Venetian High Yeah. Room. That's so right, congrats, yeah. big jackpot. Good job. Yeah, no, very cool. I thought yeah. that was a hell of a cool story. So let's talk about another funny story I thought was really fun. We hadn't, I don't think we've ever mentioned on the podcast is when we went on a cruise, we were talking about it today at lunch. We went on a cruise to Mexico runtime, and we decided, you know, <laughs> we're going to go check out the casino out there, right? So why not? Let's we're, do it. And we get off the boat. We're all excited. We And decide, we found a casino. Yeah, we found it. said casino, so we go check this place out. And they have this, slot machines. There's just a lot of things are in Spanish, and it's all in pesos. Yes. Was right? this the same trip we were looking for medication for your mom in Mexico? Yes. Yeah, pain poo. Yes. Or some shit. Yes. I don't remember. Yeah, man, gotta love Mexico. <laughs> anyway, so we find this casino, and... We see all the slot machines, and we have never seen games that we saw there, right? And so we decided, yeah, we're still going to play and try. Yeah, why not? Why not? And so we play together, and we're thinking we're winning lots of money, right? We don't know the conversion. We we thought we hit, like, a huge jackpot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just the theatrics of the game and and everything going on. And the numbers were going and going and going, and a lot of them. Well, I don't know. Obviously, one U.S. dollar is, like, a million pesos or something, because in the end, we thought, like, we thought we was major ham. So paid. we're going to the cage. We all paid for our We got our ticket. Yeah, we got our, We got our ticket. How we're much was to it, the cage. How much was it? Motherfucker, we left the casino eleven dollars up. <laughs> <laughs> we were so sad because we thought 
huge payday. We hit the jackpot yeah. while we were, yeah. all, you know, on land, you know, for the for the cruise and eleven dollars. Yeah, eleven dollars. I mean, I mean, I guess I didn't even pay for lunch. Shit. <laughs> but I mean, I guess eleven dollars can buy you a lot in Mexico. But I mean, still. it might have been eleven pesos. We don't know. Still, Was man. it eleven U.S. dollars? We might have got underpaid. Yeah, we, we don't know. But yeah, we had we no clue. That was funny. Is we never talked about when we went to the casino. No, we were Mexico. talking about yeah. today. We're like, oh yeah, remember yeah, that? that was funny. Yeah, what the hell were we thinking? Let's talk about. Not just parking anywhere you think safe to park in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and Kelly's laughing because, okay, so we told you guys she flew out to Georgia. While the night she was flying back was one of the nights I was working out at Fountain Blue. So I parked at Fountain Blue earlier that day, like at noon. Okay, so I had gotten there about noon. And I parked at the convention center because I wasn't sure on the very next day if they were charging for parking at Fountain Blue or whatnot, but I had knew the convention center was free if you were visiting the Fountain Blue, so I decided to go park over there again, right? Because I did that opening night, which was the night prior. So I go, I park over there. I don't think nothing of it. I'm working. I need to grab my phone about 7 o'clock. So I go to the car. I mean, I need to grab my charger at about 7 o'clock. So I go to the car, I grab my charger, and I see there's only like 20 cars left in the lot, right? I didn't think anything of it. Security's still out there. And I thought to myself, maybe I should move the car over to Fountain Blue because at this point I had found out they weren't charging for the first few hours. Right, anything over four hours or something, right? Yeah, and then after that it was like 20 bucks, right? And But that was only for locals. So I only thought about it and I'm like, I'll just leave my car there. Yeah. So I ended up finishing work about... 9.30 9.30 after eating and trying the restaurants. You were getting in about 10 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm deciding, okay, I'm going to finish up. I'm going to get out of here, get the car, head out of here, head straight to the airport. It's probably 10 minutes from where we were, right? I get out to the car. I'm walking out. Didn't think anything of it. I jump in the car, warm up the car, start driving out. The fence is locked with gates and chains. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Okay, let me try going over to the other side. And that fence is locked too. Then I realized there's no securities out here. There's probably 10 other cars in this lot with me. And Kelly is now texting me, hey, we just landed. We should be onboarding <laughs> soon. And I'm like, fuck. Right? So my first text to her was like, hey, I'm locked in this thing. I'll, I'm going to give you a call back as soon as I figure out what's going on. I don't know how to get out of here. I even looked at options of taking out some of the cones that are for the pedestrian walkways <laughs> to just drive my car out. I, but I couldn't because they were bolted down to the ground. So I'm like, shit, I'm stuck. Right? And there's nobody out here. Yeah, it's it's cold. almost 10. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, I decide to call LVCVA security and I let them know, hey, I parked over here. I'm in the West lot by Fountain Blue. I was doing work over there today and all the gates are locked. And she's like, okay, sweetheart, it's going to be a little bit because it's shift change right now. So as soon as a guy comes in on a shift, I'll send him out to get you out. Like, okay. I appreciate it. She's like, no, don't worry about it. Uh, so I waited around, right? And now you're waiting right and so you're messaging me hey i'm i'm waiting have you heard anything back well you know i was in the las vegas airport so it wasn't a horrible wait (laughs) yeah 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 but i felt bad right i'm like i gotta go get her i'm stuck in this damn parking lot no way of getting out right and so security comes out lets me out i jam over to get you but my thought process was hey they're letting everybody park here Mm -hmm. so i'll just park here but no, my dumb ass got locked in <laughs> at the convention center while working there at the Fountain Blue. So again, don't just be parking anywhere yeah. you think you can park, people. Get clarification first. <laughs> but 
Live yeah. and learn, baby. Live and learn. <laughs> One thing I did want to check out, we didn't get to check out, that I heard so much about is Cowboy Christmas. That's one thing yeah. we have to check out next year. If you don't know what it is, is it's a big, basically like... A lot of vendors, cowboy vendors, fair. everything like that. Yeah. yeah, so it's so much stuff with cowboy-related bells. It's like hats. six days long, they said. Yes, and they make everything there. Yes. Everything you can imagine is there. And so if you like Western wear and anything yeah. Western motif, attire, whatever... It's going to be at Cowboy Christmas. Yeah, and I, the one thing I was excited about going for was beef jerky. Uh. And that's what I'm looking forward to because I like going to like our local yeah. fair here and buying a bunch of jerky and stuff. So, um, again, we enjoy Durango, I think, yes. the most. Yes, I, I, think I will agree with that. I will be spending a lot of time at Durango when in town, when working. If we're not working, I can see us going there versus any other place first now. Yeah. Because it's just not just because it's new. Because it's got a lot of stuff for me. Yes. You know, and it's yes. not, I'm not bougie. I don't right. need the nice, nice, uh, you know, I get kicked out of nice it places. Meets, <laughs> it meets a lot of your boxes to check yeah, out. Yeah, it's very comfortable. Yes. It's where the locals are going to be. It's yeah. where, I mean, again, we talked about this too while we were in town. Across the street is the sundry at Uncommons with yes. a whole other set of food court and different options for you to just yeah go and try there's so much in that area yeah. that that's gonna be a very popular you're coming area. to vegas bring your belly bring yeah, your appetite 100 so many delicious places yeah. to try and any type of cuisine remember our friend yeah. elliot and kevin they were like hey we want to take my wife and my mom to a french restaurant where right and you places. do right like, right oh, off dude, the bat Partage is the one yeah. you want to go to but yeah they were like how do you know? Like, dude, there's so many places, and that's the thing. And you watch the videos for work, yeah. so you know what looks good and what the reviews it's, are. It's and, hard to make choices. You know, I tell oh, yeah. people in Vegas all the time, and if you're listening to this and you live in Vegas, I tell you guys all the time, you fuckers are spoiled. Yeah. You have everything in your backyard. And again, I can't wait for us to have that opportunity. We'll be there soon. But again, I love this city like no other, and I love talking about it and our experiences. So. Yep. Again, I'd love to hear your guys' feedback of what you thought of Fountain Blue, Durango, and Spearmint Rhino. Have you ever been there? What gentlemen clubs have you been to? We like checking out all these different places, and anytime we get invites to places like this in the future, we're going to go check them out. And I do have more places we're going to be talking about here in the future, like Food Fest and stuff that I checked out. More restaurants and stuff we'll be talking about here shortly as well. So, again, my go-to is that Durango Sportsbook. That's going to be my new home right there. That yeah. thing's dope. And if you're doing a bachelor party, Spearmint Rhino is probably the place to go right now. Yeah. It was uh, very classy. There very... is no shortage Yeah, of women, of space, <laughs> of things to do there. There's, yeah, it's, it's And definitely... they have food. I was most impressed that they have a, a full menu. Yeah, that kitchen was impressive. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Mind you, I think we were the only ones that were actually eating. No, I didn't see a whole... yeah, our friends were eating. No, there. but I mean, other... yeah. A lot of other yeah. people were just having drinks. We but were there for the wings the full menu and was great. And other <laughs> oh, with the thighs, the, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the thighs and the dries. <laughs> That's right. Again, my friends, we appreciate you guys listening. If you're not already, make sure you're giving us a follow on social media. Check out the videos over on YouTube. And then until next time, cheers. cheers.